the H1B guy here. And today, the H1B guy news for the week ending October 21st, 2022. Today, I'll cover U.S. naturalization statistics for fiscal year 2021. And is USCIS improving processing times? But before we get started, I'd like to ask you if you haven't already, to please subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention the H1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues in the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment-based immigration benefits. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. And you can book an appointment directly with me via the h1bguide.com. Today's news is brought to you by Syndesis and Path to Canada, the audio plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain, by perm-ads.com the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process, and by Mob Squad. Are you a technology professional facing U.S. work visa-related challenges? Don't leave your fate up to chance. Our partner Mob Squad has a solution. Join the squad. Now, the news. Well, I'd like to thank everyone who joined me for the H1B Guy Live on October 19th, 2022, where I discussed how the green card backlog continues to grow, as well as some very concerning EB2 data. I wanted to start off today's post by discussing the naturalization statistics page on USCIS, which was updated on September 21st, 2022. Here are some of my highlights taken from the context of the post. Quote, the United States has a long history of welcoming immigrants from all parts of the world. During the last decade, U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, USCIS, welcomed more than 7.4 million naturalized citizens into the fabric of our nation. Among the top five countries of birth for people naturalizing in fiscal year 2021, Mexico was the lead country with 13.9% of all naturalizations, followed by India at 7%, the Philippines at 6%, Cuba at 5.9%, and the Dominican Republic at 3.4%. The top five countries of birth compromised 36% of the naturalized citizens for fiscal year 2021. More than 41% of citizens naturalized in fiscal year 2021 were 30 to 44 years old. The median age of those naturalizing in fiscal year 2021 was 41 years. About 17% were younger than 30 years, and 16 new citizens were sanitarians age 100 and older. Women made up more than 56% of those naturalized in fiscal year 2021, and they were the majority in every age group. Here are a few data points that I also found interesting. Family-based preferences were 18.4% of all naturalizations. Employment-based preferences were 14.6% of all naturalizations. 
and diversity visas were 4.2% of all naturalizations. In the top 10 uh, for countries overall, uh, the aforementioned Mexico leading the way came in at 112,300. Number two was India at 56,800. Number three was the Philippines at 48,200. Number six was China at 25,400. And number nine was El Salvador at 18,200. Of course, we cover uh, Mexico, India, China, El Salvador, and occasionally Philippines for employment-based preferences here on this platform. 82.4% of those naturalized were in lawful permanent resident status for at least five years. For those of you who may not know, naturalization is an immigrant to the U.S. who legally becomes a U.S. citizen. Family-based and employment-based preferences only made up 33% of all individuals that naturalized in fiscal year 2021. I'm not surprised by Mexico leading the way, but I am surprised that it is almost more than double India, which came in second on the list in total naturalizations. For those of you that are mired in the green card backlog, the thought of naturalization is merely a pipe dream right now. But I would tell you to keep hope because we do see it can become a reality. I'd like to ask you, what stands out to you in the naturalization statistics for fiscal year 2021? The first quarter for fiscal year 2022 and the second quarter for fiscal year 2022 data is currently available as well, but I'll cover the year in totality at a much later date. The next thing I wanted to discuss is, is USCIS improving their processing times? Earlier in the year, USCIS announced several initiatives aimed at reducing the massive backlog of petitions and applications that USCIS had pending. While USCIS is currently showing lengthy processing times for I-765 applications, at the time of this post, most I-765 applications are being approved in a much faster manner than USCIS currently has listed. On average, the majority of I-765s are taking around 90 days to process from application to approval, returning to pre-pandemic levels. By USCIS allowing electronic applications for I-765s, it's definitely having an impact on reducing the overall processing time for I-765s. So here's hoping we'll see more electronic filings become available for other forms with USCIS sooner rather than later. However, it is worth mentioning that there's been a slight increase in RFEs, requests for evidence for I-129 petitions for non-immigrant workers for H-1B, L-1A, L-1B, and TN visas. Now, if only USCIS would move the I-129s to electronic filings, that would significantly increase those processing times and most likely reduce the necessity for issuing RFEs. In a tweet from USCIS that was posted on October 20th, 2022, that states, quote, healthcare and childcare workers, if you have an initial employment authorization document application that's been pending for over 90 days, please call our contact center at 800 375 
5283 to request an expedite of your EAD. Be prepared to provide proof of profession or current or immediate prospective employment and valid immigration status. If the evidence you provide is insufficient, we may deny your request without requesting additional evidence from you. Now, admittedly, I've not tried to call this number, but I can only assume that there's a significant wait time on the other end. In one sentence, we were reporting that I-765s are now averaging 90 days to process. And subsequently, a tweet from USCIS addresses healthcare and childcare workers whose I-765 has been pending for more than 90 days. It is nice to see more practical, common-sense policies from USCIS, though. I can't think of a more critical worker than those in healthcare. And it's time that we see relevant reform for immigrant doctors and nurses before it's too late. For the full post on the H-1B Guy News for the week ending October 21st, 2022, please check out the H-1BGuy.com. And a reminder that today's news was brought to you by Sedesis and Path to Canada. The ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Sedesis and Path to Canada are your answers. They'll gladly help you navigate the process. And if you'd like to find out if you qualify, please be sure to use the link in the video description below and someone from Sedesis or Path to Canada will be in touch. And also by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. If you're looking to reduce your costs and overhead associated with perm labor certification recruitment advertising, let perm-ads.com help you. And by Mob Squad. Are you a technology professional facing U.S. work visa-related challenges? Don't leave your fate up to chance. Our partner, Mob Squad, has a solution. Mob Squad helps technology professionals facing U.S. work visa-related uncertainty remain working with their current U.S. company nearshore from Canada, as well as technology professionals from around the world who are seeking an opportunity to find a rewarding career in North America. Through their partnership with the Canadian government, they can obtain a Canadian work permit for you and your spouse in as little as eight weeks. So whether you're looking to stay working with your current U.S. company or you want to find a new opportunity in Canada, please find out how the team at Mob Squad can help you via the link in the video description below. Join the squad. Just wanted to ask you again to please like this video. Subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content here to this channel. If you've made it this far, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to watch my video. I really appreciate your support. The H1B Guy, your global source for all things H1B.